Welcome to Cup of Joy, the podcast. I'm your host, Heidi B., Chief Joy Officer and Divorce Coach at Joyfully B. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you shift your junk to joy, heartbreak to healing, and free the funk so you can move forward faster. We don't just survive, we thrive by using joy as our GPS to create a life you're obsessed with. I invite you now to grab your cup of joy juice for another epic episode. Like my mama B always says, put a smile on your face and joy in your heart. And with that, let's start. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to Cup of Joy, the podcast. I'm so glad you tuned in today. My guest today is Erin Gehring. She's the owner of More Than Style, and Erin helps humans release the stress and worry of what to wear and inspires others to create confidence through clothing. Today, we're going to talk all about More Than Style, what it means, all the things behind it, and we'll really invite you to get curious about how your style could impact your soul. So welcome to the podcast, Erin. Heidi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy you're here. Erin and I met at a women's networking group and instantly were attracted to each other's energy, had a little bit of coffee, realized that she is in the styling business, but that so much of what she does goes far, far deeper and greater into self-discovery, uncovery, love, all the things than just outfitting people's clothes. So I'm so excited to talk to you today about all of those things and help our listeners really understand how to find their style, also how to, what creating your style can really mean for you and all the juicy things. So if you don't mind, maybe first give us all a little bit of background on you, because I know you haven't been doing this for a long time, You, but you've been doing a lot of style for a long time. So what's your background in like, How did you find yourself getting to this space of self-inspired entrepreneurship? Uh, Well, I loved clothing for as long as I can remember. So I think it was always part of who I am. And when the time came to decide what I was going to be when I grow up or what I was going to major in in college, I really thought I had to go be something. And I had heard of this job called a buyer. And I was like, I'm going to be a buyer because I like to shop and I like clothes. (laughs) So that's what I did. I went, uh, you know, I graduated with a degree in fashion merchandising and I've worked for several specialty retailers. And it's so much more than what I realized in terms of it's not just shopping for clothes. It's a very complex business. But what I learned in doing that work at corporate retail is uh, how to build a brand. So it's through, you know, through the aesthetic of clothing that we were selling. So that's all great. So, you know, obviously there's clothes can evoke emotion and that's what brands, clothing brands try to do. But I have a more of a service heart. And so at point, you know, and I think a lot of us were doing some soul searching in 2020. I just was like, I don't feel like I'm really helping people anymore. The further I went in my career, the further I got away from it. So it took some time, but I came back, I came to the conclusion that I could actually really help people with clothing and wardrobe. It's a pain point for people sometimes. And, you know, just to get dressed for the day or to, I don't know, sometimes we just overthink it. So now I just take what I know of building a brand and that work and building an assortment. And I apply all those ideas and theories and principles to helping my clients build their brand 
or express themselves through their wardrobe. Wow. That is so powerful. I never thought of it as like your personal brand, but you're right. I think that's why so many people or some folks have trouble picking what they're going to wear in the morning. Or even for me, I used to love shopping a lot more. And then as I've aged, I just don't really find joy in it that much anymore. I think the shopping industry has, the fashion industry has changed a lot. The shopping experience has changed a lot. And I know that I look in my closet and I, there's so many days I just look there like, uh, I have a lot of things, but none of them feel consistently me. They just feel very piecemealed and nothing like uniqueness that says all these things. If you saw these on a rack, you'd go, that's Heidi B's closet. It's just like a hodgepodge of this and that and who knows. And like, I really believe that I know, I mean, I already told you, I put on my vision board, like that I want you to be my stylist by the end of this year. That is definitely something that I want for myself. I'm calling in for myself. We already have the connection, but it's because of that personal brand piece. I really want, like I said, I know I have a dear friend of mine and every time I see her dressed, she can look stylish and soulfully styled, like really like you can feel her soul through her clothing. And it doesn't matter if she's wearing freaking pajamas or just like at leisure wear, or if she's getting all dressed up for the gala event, you know, that's her. And something about that feeling, you said, you know, clothes can evoke emotion. How have you seen that play out in the people that you've worked with in the past couple yeah, of years? I mean, I, I work with mostly women. My favorite women to work with are the ones that really have hit a little bit of a, you know, they're either going, they're going through some sort of transition in their life. So yeah. one of my favorite clients uh, were, she was actually just transitioning careers. So she was moving from the fitness industry into more of a corporate job and needed to look more corporate, but she didn't, I mean, the first time I met her and I'm never a judgment person, like I don't judge people on what they wear, but I do notice the way people carry themselves. And you can tell if someone feels really comfortable and confident in, in who they are just by the way they you know, their body language. Yeah. And so the first time I met her, I was kind of like, oh, she's not very confident in my head, obviously, <laughs> until I heard her speak. And then she actually spoke at this meeting. And I was like, actually, she's super confident. She just isn't projecting it. So one of my favorite favorite clients that I've worked with uh, was someone who was transitioning from the fitness industry into a corporate role. And she really didn't know how to dress herself and feel like herself in a corporate capacity, moving in from, you know, leggings into suits. And the first time I met her, she didn't strike me as someone with a lot of confidence because, you know, I, I don't judge people on what they wear, but you notice how people carry themselves and clothing can play a part of play a role in that. And then I heard her speak at this meeting that we were at, and it was completely night and day. She spoke with such confidence and conviction, but her definitely wasn't giving that first impression of someone that that carried that carried herself with confidence. So months down the road, she ended up becoming a client. And I helped her build her corporate wardrobe in a way that really reflected who she is. She said it was transformative. I think that's a big word, but it really did help her feel 
more confident in her clothes. She started carrying herself different and with a lot more confidence. And I'd met since I've met friends, people who knew her, know her, and they would say the same thing. So I definitely think women, you know, we hit rough patches or I had a woman who had gained weight because of a health issue and just had, was struggling to find clothing that she felt great in. And I, I helped her. She was very clear on her style. It was just a matter of finding the pieces. So I helped kind of build a small little wardrobe for her. And that was, that's super rewarding too. So like I said, sometimes women just hit these rough patches. Our bodies change. We have babies. You know, we go through menopause. Whatever it is, like you can lose a little bit of lose sight of yourself a little bit. So I just like to help women find themselves again and feel confident expressing themselves and who Ooh, they really are. I love that. And I know that experience was transformational for that woman for sure. I mean, that's a great, great t- testimonial. And I love how you said you helped her reflect who she is. Like you really helped her clothing reflect who she is, what her style, because it doesn't mean that, you know, you're outfitting people to look like a specific stereotype in our social sphere, right? Like, oh, well, to be successful, you got to get that power suit and look like this. It's like, I love that you can tune into the person and what they really want to express out and then find the style that matches them rather than trying to stuff someone in a suit if they're not a suit kind of a person. Absolutely. I mean, it's not, style is not about what anyone else is doing. It's about what it's very personal. It's personal style, you know, it's personal. Yeah. Um, So you can really get clear on what your preferences are, then we can really start. I can help build a wardrobe around your preferences. I mean, I really think that once someone is confident in what they like and what looks good on them, all that self-doubt and worry just kind of drips away. You know, it doesn't, you know, you're not trying to emulate anyone else. And when I work with clients, I'm really not trying, not trying to force my style or my aesthetic on them. I really want to understand or help them identify their, their taste and then work with them to build, build the wardrobe that fits their body type and shape and expresses their personality. I think it's really important what you do because also just like people hire coaches to get through different times in their life or trainers to get through different transformation in their bodies or mentors to get through different parts of their life. I think a lot of times you go to those people because they exude or hold a sense of, of, of knowingness and expertise that you feel like you don't have. And so when you get to have somebody in your shoes who has studied fashion and lines and all these things that none of us really even know about and how, why different clothing fits different people and why it feels good and the textures and the colors and what goes with what and all those kinds of things, it can be really intimidating to create that for yourself, but it's not intimidating for someone who studied it and knows it and is passionate about it. So when you transfer that kind of expertise, passion, energy to somebody who isn't familiar with any of that, that alone gives them the permission to go, wow, this person took the time to get to know me and my likes, but then they use their expertise to create something that is definitely 
going to make me feel good. And then when we feel good, we get to cultivate that confidence. So it's just like, it's kind of like just having that teacher, that mentor, that coach alongside of you to go, it's okay that you don't know what you're doing. I know what I'm doing. And then I'm going to help you journey through this experience. And you're going to pop out feeling a different way. Yeah. A lot, you know, honestly, that's funny you say that a lot of times I, when I work with women, they're looking at themselves in the mirror. Have you ever stood in front of the mirror and going, and like looked at yourself and you think you want to like it, but you're going, it's a little like it's something's off, you know? Yeah. So, you know, sometimes it's a little bit of a styling detail. It's like pushing up the sleeve or like, you know, maybe tucking in the blouse or maybe there's something a little off in the proportions or the way it's like, I see things that they don't see. It's like, they want to like themselves and what they're wearing. They feel you put it on, it feels good, but you look at yourself and you're like, huh? like I try to help them see it differently. And really you have to kind of play in front of the mirror. You have to kind of look at yourself and like, I don't know, just kind of like, and move and like shift the clothes. The clothing is, you know, it's not regulated. Sizing is, everybody makes up their own sizing and specs. So it's never really about the clothing or the size you're wearing. It's really more about how you feel in it. And if it looks good to you. Um, And sometimes I just need to help them help it look good to them. So there's like all kinds of tips and tricks to to do that. I think this is, I wish I could gift your services to every single divorced woman that I've ever worked with and will work with in the future. And maybe some of them listening will just jump on the train and gift themselves this because obviously I can't, can't yet gift this to every single person. But I, I, the reason why I say that is, like you said, a lot of the women that come to you are going through milestones and actually divorce is a milestone. A lot of times we think milestones are really celebratory things like having babies and getting married and different things. But like divorce and loss is also a milestone. It's just one of those moments in time that we have the opportunity to grow through and and it will forever be kind of noted in in our chapter book of like this is this was a moment in my journey and so through that transformation one of the things that I work with women on is this self exploration process because a lot of times when uh divorced women come in a big piece is I actually don't know who I am anymore Mm-hmm. I don't know who I am without my partner, or I don't know who I am without this family style, or I don't know who I am, like you said, with the job loss. It's like that with a partner loss too. And so what we really focus on a lot is this exploration discovery phase and really tuning into what you like, what mm-hmm. you don't like. And we explore this in ways like uh, maybe finding new hobbies or interests, and not all of them are winners. But the the goal is to do the exploration, be kind to yourself, be super curious about creating the truer, truer, newer you version of you that you actually want to be. And I think style can really lend a lot into that. I see a lot of divorced women. Can you guess one of the things that they change right away? One of the things, their hair for sure. Yeah, yeah hair. it's their hair. It's their hair because it's the easiest thing. I can color it. I can cut it. I can grow it out. I can I can do a lot of different things or I start, uh, I'm going to start wearing hats now. I wasn't a hat person. So it's mm-hmm. a little bit stylistic, not from a clothing perspective, but that hair thing is like something about cutting off the hair, especially it. I can tell when they've gone through a phase because they want to start changing things 
externally because they're feeling different internally and they want that peace as they morph into this new beautiful version of themselves. They want the outside to look like they feel now as they transition on the inside. Yes, that's so good. And I always think of clothing and style is another, it's another form of self care. It's not one that's often talked about in that way. But I do think in the way that we take care of our hair and our skin and our nails and our health through diet and exercise, like, those are all things that are meant to make us feel good. You know, we have to wear clothing every day. So I always think that the things you have to do, you should do well. So if you have to wear clothing and you have to eat, you should eat well and you should wear clothing that makes you feel good. So, but it's absolutely like, a you know, a form of self-expression and for sure, like going through that. I love what you were saying about going through the discovery and being curious, because I think a lot of times, and you talked about this a little bit in the beginning, like, so we get older, we can get a little bit stuck. I think when you're younger, it's fun to try different styles and trends. When you get to a certain point and you're like, I know so many women are like, is this too old? Is this too young? You know, it's like you like we're trapped and you're like, you hit 40 and you're like trapped in this <laughs> middle, this middle area where you can't, you know, you don't, you're not having as much fun or dressing like a 20 year old anymore. Like, like should not I ready to, I remember saying to myself, like, should I still be shopping at Forever 21? I'm not sure. Am I, am I doing at leisure wear now? Am I, it's like, it feels very confusing when you hit like mid thirties to forties and beyond to go, am I allowed to have fun in clothing? Like, am I allowed to have flirty styles? Am I like, what is a laid back? What's a laid back sexy style? Can I blend styles? Like, can people blend styles? What are our options in the world of styling? Yeah. Oh, for sure. I think you can blend anything. I actually love like mixing we well in the industry they call it like high low dressing but like mixing pieces that are more aesthetically casual with things that are a little more dressed up i mean you know an example of that would be like jeans and jackets or you know what i mean you're taking like when you break apart the suit that's a very like more businessy example but absolutely you can mix styles i think the best pieces in your wardrobe are the ones that actually transfer to different parts of your lifestyle you know Ooh, so you yeah. can have there's obviously the, you know, if you're, you're working, you've got a work wardrobe, but you might also be, you know, a soccer mom on the weekends or something. So you've got that part of your lifestyle as well. And most of those events you want to show up feeling good or looking good. I think if you think you don't, you might've just, maybe you've just given up. Um, you know what I mean? So I think people should actually take a ask themselves if they've, you know, if, am I okay in this or am, have I just given up? Am I just like surrendering that I don't know what I'm doing? Um, or, or maybe just, because you haven't learned the tricks that you're able to provide it through your services because you don't like, it feels hard. It feels confusing. It feels like I don't even want to try because that's so much work to try to put together an outfit. But then someone like you comes along and teaches you the ease of style and simple or just simplify style in general in a way that you're not. I remember my mom used to wake up. She was a school teacher for over 30 years and she would wake up and she told me that she would look at what the weather lady was wearing and whatever the weather lady was wearing, she would just go, okay, I'm going to wear that. 
like, and just made it really easy. Like what color is she wearing? Is it a dress? Is it pants? What a, oh, okay. I'm going for that. And she said that way I didn't have to think about anything. And she didn't have to stop and think about how she wanted to feel. I think mm-hmm. that's an important piece too. It's not just about what am I dressing for? It's like, how do I want to feel yeah. in the thing that I'm showing up for? And this is something I work very deeply with my clients on is who do you want to be in a year? Who do you, yeah. what is your future self one year from now? Write yourself a letter telling yourself who she is once she has done the tough work to transform through our transformation process. Who is that woman without all of the, this fear and without all of this confusion, without all this pain? Now, what has she unlocked and who does she become? And I think it's really cool because style reminds me of that. And they used to say like, maybe they still say it, like dress for the job you want. Or I say like dress for how you want to feel, dress for who you want to become. So if you're going through a transition in your life and you don't feel like that person yet, start activating the style, the look of what she would wear. If you're not a high heels girl, but that girl a year from now is rocking stilettos, go get the freaking stilettos or knockoffs and start walking around them more. Even if it's just in your house and you got nowhere to go, you know? Oh, good. Yes. So true. I, um, I always ask my clients, how do they want to feel in their clothes and how do they want to be perceived? And usually, you know, a lot of times they want to feel comfortable and then I have to probe them. Like, of course, we want to feel comfortable. We all want to be physically comfortable. We want to be emotionally comfortable as well. Or what are the emotion words that you, that would, you would feel comfortable in? So I had a client that had described herself as badass, like her word was badass. So everything that we put together for her we had to ask ourselves, is this badass? Do you feel like a badass in this? I loved that. You know, so that was a very strong emotional word. But I, it is really important to dig deep. And I like the words. Like I like when people come up like a word like badass isn't always it's not so common. A lot of women want to feel beautiful, you know, and confident and all those things. I like when you really like identify that word that is a little bit like, huh, yeah, that's like, got a lot of personality and it's very, it's a little more specific and it's not, not what everybody's going for, but it's okay that that's what you want, you know? So let's get that for you. Mm, I love that. Like, I love that direction that you help guide your clients into, which is like, how do you want to feel? And also I would say to the woman that said, like, I want to feel comfortable. Okay. What energy is behind comfort? It sounds Mm -hmm. like you take them even deeper into this process. Like what energy is behind badass? What Mm -hmm. energy is behind? Because really, once we do show up in relationship with other people in other environments, people are attracted or not attracted to our energy. And so I think the coolest thing about style is not just putting on things to cover your body. That's just called getting dressed, right? Style is how is my soul and energy showing up with the clothes that are on my body? And what is the expression of that? Yes. The expression of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Love it. So good. This is so cool. This is so, so cool. Really, like, if you think about it, what do you want 
What do you want most women to get out of learning their soulful style? What do you want them to walk away with? I mean, mostly I just want women to feel like the awesome powerhouses that they are, you know, and it doesn't mean, you know, I don't, it's not like looking at what there's no comparison in that. It's very personal. It's not looking at what everyone else is doing. I definitely talk about trends with my clients, but nobody really wants to be trendy. Most people want to be put together and they want to look like they know what's going on. They want to be relevant. Um, relevant. That's a powerful uh, word, but, but there's ways to do that without, you know, being trendy, finding a balance, but definitely I just want women to feel good and confident showing up in their life for whatever it is that they're trying to take on. Mm -hmm. Um, that's That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And if we wanted to, I know you take your clients through, a more robust process that is like so worth spending the time and investment energetically, financially with you. But where's a good place to start? Like, is there anything that I could do today, the listeners could do today, that before we even sit down with you, that we could start to tap into this process? I mean, I think that the first place to start is probably just going into your own wardrobe, your closet and pulling out, are there items in there that you absolutely love? Like, do you, you know, it's a little bit like the joy of tidying up uh, Marie Kondo, like, you know, has she, but really are there items in your closet that you absolutely love? And if there are, are you, do you wear them often? Mm. And, you know, and if you're, if you love it and you're not wearing it often. Why is that? Or maybe you do love it and you're wearing it all the time. You should ask yourself why, no matter what, why do you love it? What is it? How do you feel in it, uh, in that item? Like, what is it? Cause all the, and then, and then it could be going a step further to say, okay, well, I really like the way the neckline like lies, lies at, you know, and frames my face. I really like the way the sleeve length looks on me. Like I like you know, start to identify, really get curious um, about what you like in your wardrobe and then do why you wear it or why you don't. Because there could, you could be, if you're not wearing it, maybe you're holding yourself back from something. And then the clothes that you wear all the time, like, do they evoke the emotion? Like, do they, do you feel good in those? Are you just kind of like by default getting dressed Like you said, it's getting, you know, are you getting dressed in these clothes because they're what you have? But I would start, I think just starting with your own clothes and really asking yourself some questions and get curious, you know, get curious with, with your own wardrobe. Hopefully there are pieces in there that you love that can like provide some clues. Oh, I love that. Get curious about the clues. Because I think, especially for anyone who's listening who is is divorced or starting over or just trying to find themselves again, no matter where you are in life, sometimes we just wake up and we're like, oh gosh, I'm 36 now. And I actually realized I haven't, I don't really know who I am these days. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't really love the life that I'm living. I don't hate it, but I don't really love it. I'm not really thriving in it. Like I think getting curious and looking for clues as to what you like. We have to look for our likes in all areas of our life. And I talk to so many women on a regular basis when I say, what's that future self look like? What does she feel like? All the things that's really hard 
thing to start leaning into. But until we just start asking ourselves the question, what do you like? Or do you like this? Do you not like this? We won't get any of the clues to more of what we like until we just start looking for the likes. So I love that tip so much. So often we're just you know, we're really clear on what we don't like. Like, yes. you know what I mean, in any area, you, it's like the, the don't likes are super clear. But I think then there's somewhere in the middle where there's like a little bit of we settle for like the. And yes. so I think you know, if we put a little more energy towards the the what do we really like and tried to create more of that for ourselves, it would it would definitely create a more joyful experience, right? Like for sure. For sure. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give our listeners two pieces of invitation or homework, if you will. So my invitation to our listeners is number one, lean into your likes this week. Just try it a little bit. Lean into your likes and start making note of that and being curious. And the number two was Erin's tip earlier. And she didn't even know it was a tip, I don't think, but figuring out what your word is. So the badass was the example, like what's, what's your word to describe all these things, all these likes that you're leaning into and start there and maybe share it with a friend. And then if you, if it feels good, maybe give Aaron a buzz and help her allow you to lean in even further to the process. So Aaron, if people want to have more of you in their life, what's the best way to connect more with you? Oh, probably social media, although that's, I'm working on it, but um, I'm on Facebook, More Than Style LLC, Instagram, More Than Style LLC, my website, More Than Style LLC. So we're going to put everything in the show notes so folks can grab all the things and connect with you and at least just follow because she's so cute and so friendly. And it's got, as you guys can tell, it's great energy. Aaron, I have two closing questions, easy peasy questions that I ask every guest that comes on the show. So the first question is, what's one thing that you love most about you? Uh, well, I am incredibly kind. So I think that, uh, yeah, I think that maybe kind, I think, um, yeah, everyone deserves to feel good from, you know, so incredibly kind to anyone and everyone, including, you know, the people, you know, the cash, reg- the people running the cash registers, the stores. I'm kind. You have such a kindness aura around you. Anytime I've seen you, it's like you're the kind of person that everybody wants to lean towards and have more of that warmth. So I totally agree. That is such a huge trait of yours that is so lovable. And then the last question is, what does joy feel like in your body? I knew you were going to ask me this because I've been listening. Um, <laughs> joy. <laughs> So, you know, I, like for, for me, I think joy is like, um, it's a calm buzz. I don't know if that makes sense, but, um, it does. like it is cause I'm a more reserved person. So mm-hmm. I have a calmness about me, yes. um, but I feel joyful inside. So there's like a, it's a, a calm buzz oh. is how I would describe it. So. That is beautiful. I know exactly what you mean by that. And it is, it, it goes hand in hand with your kindness. It's like that calm, kindness, buzzy feeling is such joy. And it's been such a joy to have you today. So thank you for being here and sharing your greatness and your light with us today. Oh, thank you so much, Heidi. Really appreciate you. And to the rest of you, make sure that you go out into the world, shine your light bright and live a limitless life. We'll talk to you soon. 
Thanks so much for tuning in. If you loved the chat today, take a quick screenshot of this episode and send it to a friend. Connecting with you brings sunshine to my soul. So let's continue our conversation on Instagram at joyfullybe and check out my soulful services at joyfullydivorced.com. Remember, joy is contagious. So go out there, shine your light bright and live a limitless life.